Introducing your hosts with wit beyond measure, Michael, loyal and just, Haley, ambitious and cunning, Shelby, daring and chivalrous, Savannah. Welcome to Hold My Butterbeer, a podcast about all things Wizarding World canon. So today we're going to talk about food. Food. Magic, magic food. Food in the wizarding world. Yeah. Who wants to start? Shelby? If you don't mind. Yeah, go. So, food in the wizarding world. Here we go. <laughs> it's delicious. Delectable. Dangerous. Definitely dangerous. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that I would enjoy trying to eat foods that are dangerous. <laughs> But I think this also ties back to Michael's point about how, like, wizards don't see danger the same way that I do. Right, because they can just fix it. Yeah. Like, if, if, yeah. You, if you burn a hole through your tongue eating a lollipop, then your mom can just go whoosh and your tongue is fine. Michael, no that really altered my whole perspective on wizarding stuff because it, I never thought of it that way. And now, like, approaching food... Why, why would I even worry about smoking at the mouth? Like, that's part of it. That's part of the fun. But for me, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a world it where has- you can just make anything happen, like, you need a little bit of danger to make things exciting. I guess. Yeah. It, like, adds thrill to meals. Yeah. Which also, I guess, plays into them turning, like, everything to move around. Like, chocolate frogs jumping around. That sounds so bizarre to me. That sounds settling. It just sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, to have to catch my chocolate? Like, no thanks. So, does anyone here think that we could actually consume food that's weirdly alive when you go to eat them? No. Like, realistic, enchanted is still I don't alive. think I could bite a chocolate frog that I just caught out of the container. Um, I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's, like, just chocolate. Yeah, but, like, if it was wiggling in my mouth, forget it. Yeah, or peppermint toads, which uh, I think the tagline on the box is that they hop realistically in your stomach. Nope. Ron was pretty dismissive about it in the on the train. He's like, "That's just a spell. It's 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 fine. Don't worry about it." So if it's just like something you've always grown up with, it's just a normal part of your life. That probably eating a regular chocolate bar is like a super dull experience. Um, and also. Like, when I think of the candy I ate as a child, like, baby bottle pops and sour blue raspberry basically burned into my tongue because (laughs) this sour candy was so strong and so blue and artificial. I feel like American children are used to dangerous candy (laughs) just by living. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Sour Patch Kids, like, make your stomach burn. And I still do it to this day, and I'm 30 years old because it's delicious. But. I mean, Warheads, you're you're totally right. Like, Warheads yes. burn so bad. I mean, I guess if you grew up with it, that makes it so much different. But to if I were introduced to chocolate that jumped around right now, I don't think I could eat it. Yeah, same. I wouldn't mind it jumping in my stomach. But if I just, like, if it, like, melted in my mouth while I was jumping around, I could handle it. I also really like chocolate. <laughs> I mean, Haley, listen, you're talking to somebody who really likes chocolate. I don't know. Like, it'd have to be last resort. I'd have to have, like, literally taken all of the chocolate out of all the hidey holes in my house, which there are a lot of, and then moved on to chocolate frogs. I, yeah, I completely understand that. But also, I guess at this point in my life, I'm doing Whole30, and I haven't had chocolate in, like, 20 days. <laughs> so the thought of wow. even having it jumping around in my face, I'm like, please just put it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Jump directly. Frog, come here, jump mouth. right into my mouth. Yeah, right into my mouth. <laughs> That's the level I'm at at this moment. So maybe next month I'll feel differently. <laughs> <laughs> are we sure wizarding food's a good thing to talk about while you guys are starving to death? No, it's going to make it better because we'll have way more opinions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, in addition to chocolate frogs, peppermint toads jump, ice mice allow your teeth to chatter and squeak. That's so funny to me. Really? Yeah, like, what does that even, like, what does that entail is my, my <laughs> question. What what exactly constitutes chattering and squeaking teeth? <laughs> I guess it's like when you're super cold and you just, like, you have that, that chattering teeth thing and... See, that sounds like torture to me. Because Haley's always cold. I hate being cold. <laughs> Sam. I hate it. So I would hate that. I wouldn't I wouldn't eat those. What else you got? So another 
snack in the wizarding world that's enchanted, possibly enchanted, to seem alive is Mr. Spindle's Licorice Spiders. Does anyone know I, about these? I do know about these. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's a um, the line. What's the line from Hermione? It's a from, so, so these, you see, you only see them in the movie one time. It's in deleted scene and you see it on the table in the great hall when Ron and Hermione come back from Hogsmeade and Harry was like all sad and talking to Lupin because no one loves Harry Potter. And, um, and so there's a bag of these, uh, you see, just see the label, which is the Licorice Spiders. And so that had me thinking about on the Hogwarts Express ride in Universal Studios, um, how somebody is walking up and down the corridor and spills a bag of spiders. And then uh, Harry grabs one and says, like, they're licorice. And then Ron freaks out. And then what does Hermione say? Honestly, Ron, they're just sweet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and like it that. And just like Emma Watson does. Because that yeah. is a very Harry's authentic. impression is just as, like, spot-on authentic <laughs> as the I, voice I actress felt, for the parks. I really felt like I was actually sitting in the train car. Haley, that was <laughs> phenomenal. Wow. I get, I get people asking me to do it, just saying. <laughs> I mean, it was flawless, so I can see why. <laughs> So I love that the park or the park people, like when they were planning all that, it's like, what kind of candy can we use? Oh, let's use licorice spiders because Ron doesn't like those because they were in this one tiny scene on this one tiny bag and this deleted scene that didn't even make it to the movie. So it's canon because it's all over the place. What level of canon? Ooh. Ooh, so that would be park canon is approved by J.K. Rowling, but it's also Mina Lima, which is also approved by J.K. Rowling. So I guess that's what level three? But it's also movie canon. Yeah, what's deleted scene? Does that count as movie? It would be movie. It, it was deleted from the movie, but it's a Mina Lima label that's also included in the park. So I guess that would be level three okay. because J.K. Rowling approved it. Well, if you're saying that if J.K. Rowling approved it, makes it like a certain level, then isn't everything approved by J.K. Rowling? We already had this podcast. We I'm, talked about this in a different episode. Sorry. You can go back, actually. <laughs> I, I didn't pay attention to that episode. <laughs> Haley, we're going to have to give you the list notes to that episode. <laughs> I skipped that one. <laughs> she mentally checked out. <laughs> so, it wasn't a good help of post. So, no, it's level four. Um, so, I can't remember our own rules. It's things not <laughs> by Joe, but given her seal of approval. So, that would be level four canon. Yeah, it's level four. But also, it was in the movie. Yeah, but it was a Mina Lima thing, so I think that's the important piece, is that Mina Lima designed the label okay. that appeared on the bag. Into it. Also, I wouldn't be able to eat them. Those are canceled. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. I don't really care for licorice anyway, so really those probably wouldn't be my favorite. Licorice. Shelby loves licorice. I do, but I have two tarantulas, and I can't... I have like a weird thing. I can't even eat around them because if something's crunchy, I think I'm eating spiders <gasps> like in my brain. No. So I can't do it. So Gross. Weird. I have to like actively look at the packaging or my plate and like get out of the room. Just a weird thing. That. What was that, Haley? I said that was the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Why? She's a good spider mom. She's precious. I, I don't want to eat them. Some people do eat tarantulas. Yeah, some people eat a lot of weird bugs. And, like, that's another thing in the wizarding world I cannot get behind. Like, making candy into bugs? Gross. I'm sure they also eat regular bugs. Gross. <laughs> okay, here's where I get my line of, like, how hungry I am. My, like, phobia in life, like, irrational fear is cockroaches. When, when I was a child, a giant, I lived in a city, so they're massive down there. A giant one flew in my hair one time and I scarred me for life. It was kind of like Ron and his teddy bear situation. So I also love chocolate. So cockroach clusters, man. <laughs> That'd be one of those things where I'd be like, hmm, phobia versus chocolate. <laughs> I <would> probably <laughs> That's so <laughs> not the only thing I they sell. I mean, I try it, but because I know, because I know it wouldn't be real. Is my thing. Again, though, if you grew up with it, it wouldn't even be a second thought. I don't know. It might be. I mean, if you had a traumatic cockroach yeah, experience, but, yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. Ron yeah. was with the Lico Rich spiders, so honestly, <laughs> <laughs> Ron. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Haley, you're a treasure. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. What else you got, Shell? Oh, let's see. While most wizards eat their foods, some foods eat back. So first example that comes to mind is the pea soup that is offered to Harry, <laughs> but with a warning to eat it before it eats you. Which one was that in? I remember that vaguely. That's film only, I believe. Mm-hmm. From Prisoner of Azkaban. Thank you. The name thank is God, Thank God we have a Ravenclaw here. I almost called it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It's, yeah, the head says it in the, uh, in the, in the uh, night bus. Oh, yeah. All right. I, I don't think I could eat something with the potential of it eating me back. Yeah, I can't go. The pea soup in Wizarding World is very good, though. We saw we saw that the pea soup was uh, really good. Hannah seemed to enjoy it immensely. Did she really enjoys peas in general? Um, but she really likes the soup. I liked it too. It was way better than the potato leek soup, which was not good. Huh? Do you like peas in general, though? I'm like okay, like uh, yeah. they're things. If, if they were served to me, I would eat them, but I wouldn't buy them for myself. I don't like crave peas in my life. Mm. I don't think anyone's ever craved peas. I don't eat peas. Hannah, <laughs> aka. On Instagram, the Weasley, the Weezing Weasley, is obsessed with peas. She loves. Went to Wizarding World together. Girl, when I stopped talking about peas, like on a daily basis, she brought us a can of mushy peas to try, and those were actually pretty good. Yeah, they weren't bad. But they were, she was yeah, like, "These are mushy peas. peas that are mushed." I'm like, wow, thanks for the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Hannah. <laughs> Like, oh, you stupid American. <laughs> it's a very thoughtful souvenir. One. Side, yeah, a little side story. <laughs> uh, so, liquor snaps are another one that leave me with so many questions because those only appear in the film version of yes. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yep. Professor Dumbledore's office. I don't think anyone's ever actually explained why he can eat them but harry defeated the dark lord because he's a really powerful wizard and he's got good fashion what do you mean that means he can eat anything good for him and his fashion but like i'm questioning his snack choices i mean dumbledore has the biggest sweet tooth that was really how we should have led this episode because he's my king of all sweets listen if i if i needed a password for everything you bet your ass it would be candy all the time (laughs) Yeah, or crazy. ice cream flavors. Or ice cream flavors, yes. Because that's a whole nother. I'm just really into the sweets. And so's my boy Dumby. I don't know. Those freak me out too much. They were very aggressive. They were. They have sharp teeth. And like, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but the inside of their mouths are like way too realistic. It doesn't just look like licorice. Like, they animated it to look like little living creatures. Oh, yeah. piranhas. Piranha. Yeah. That can levitate themselves. Like, they can, like, jump up and grab and, like, bite you. Yeah. With a little bit of help from the editing studio. He likes to live on the edge. It's true. Maybe that's the the thing. Depending on your candy of choice depends on how dangerously you like to live your life. Do we have any other dangerous candies that we love? Well, there's the ones that, like, explode. Exploding bonbons, yeah. Yeah. Um, because he was eating float off the ground, I guess it's not very dangerous. That'd be more fun. I mean, it could be dangerous. That would frighten me a little when it I wears off it. and suddenly you trip, you know, <laughs> just crash back to earth. Like acid pops, I don't think that sounds fun to me. No, I like sour candy a lot, but that's it a little burns extreme. A hole in your tongue. If acid pops are real, I'd be eating those all the time. I love candy that burns your mouth with how sour it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so disappointed the ones in Wizarding World because that was like the one candy I was like seriously looking forward to the first time I went there. Like, yes, acid pops. And they're not sour. They just have like a hint of cinnamon. It's so disappointing. If you're listening to this podcast, makers of candy at Wizarding World... <laughs> Get it together. Those need to be super sour. They need to be crazy sour. They need to be like so sour. Like baby bottle pops from the 90s where my mouth literally burned after I ate them. That's the level of sour I need. Warhead. Remember the Warhead juice candy? Yes. Ooh, yeah. What was the juice candy? It wasn't Warhead. It was something else. 
I can taste it. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I don't remember the name of it. I'm literally like salivating. Like, <laughs> like thinking about how sour those were. Yeah. And then Drubal's best blowing gum. That's cotton candy that turns into gum. Oh yeah, right. that sounds delish. That sounds so good. I could get behind that. Oh wow, we could all eat that one. The tooth flossing string mints. I remember that. Like I remember seeing the like packaging for it, but I don't remember ever like hearing about it in the books or movies. Um, I got some from Wizzing World. They're basically just your standard old mints. Didn't Hermione get them at some point because like they'll floss your teeth for you, and that's like because her parents are dentists, so she's into dental hygiene and. Oh, I yeah. thought she wanted to give it as a gift. Yeah, she Something did. like that. She wanted to give it to so her cute. Parents. That is really cute. Oh, that's like, adorable. It's also really ironic, like candy that will floss for you. That's like that's <laughs> exact such, opposite that's of what your dentist tell you. That's such a wizard thing. Because I have a lot of feelings about wizard like tooth care. Because obviously yeah. if they reacted that way to her parents being dentists. Yeah. Like is there just a potion that you take? Like I need to know what they do for taking care of their teeth aren't there scenes where they brush their teeth all right like making that up in my head in the movie well i think like in the book mm. I don't know. every wizard has steel dentures <laughs> we need to have a whole oh, episode about how wizards take care of themselves because okay. it's a, a true mystery that's a whole wizard other hygiene. Wizard hygiene and like physical Adding education and yeah i have a lot of questions about it um, if you want to talk about crazy snacks and stuff, the skiving snack boxes is another oh, whole yeah. other situation. Oh, let's dig into that. The feigning fancies, you will literally faint. <laughs> and like, so how do you eat the other chew if you're passed out? Do you, you have, have to have, have a friend friend, feed yeah. it to you? You have to be like, listen, I'm about to faint, so I got a class. You need to like revive me so I can have fun in, in the <laughs> common room. <laughs> and then what will they do for themselves? They'll get the nosebleed. Oh, wait, I have a nosebleed and my friend passed out. Can we leave? Can we nosebleed how- the sounds disgusting. I know. Like, can we talk about how terrible of, like, enforcing, like, really terrible things to happen to you those things are? The one where you vomit. Like, if you had, like, any sort of eating disorder as a wizard, that would be so terrible. Did you yeah. still? Yeah. That's what I thought about the whole time I like read those the first time. I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible for teenagers. And I was one at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is terrible for my peeps. My peeps. Also, like, tongue-tongue toffee. Are you going to, like, choke on your own tongue? Horrific. Were those ever finalized, though? I feel like those were just, like, in development. I think they were just in development for a while. And the last one is fever fudge. Ugh, no which thank you. also sounds like a bad time. Yeah, it sounds like that one would kill you the most. So basically, these were, like, really terrible ideas. And <laughs> there's no, like, FDA wizard, like, approval. Oh, gosh, wizard FDA. <laughs> so like, they could just sell anything in their shop, and it's, like, kosher. <laughs> <laughs> they really can. Yeah. They can. Do we think that, like, the there is a wizard FDA? Like, do we think anyone ever thought, hmm, you know what? Better not. There's the Department for Experimental Charms, but this isn't really a charm. This is more like potion making. Sort of. And I don't really think there's a whole department in the ministry just for that. This is taking a turn, guys. I know. Sorry, we we got real deep real fast. <laughs> worried about the safety. We're worried about the safety of all of this. everywhere. They're just supposed to be fun for kids to go out of school. <laughs> and Hermione was always really upset about Fred and George's... Um, experimentation like they were experimenting on first years and she like went around and took yeah, because their she grew up with the fda, <laughs> 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 the FDA say, she's got that british health and safety she knows is, yeah is it just the queen like just the queen just approves everything and but that's what i think it is the queen knows best she knows best just listen to the queen so what are some foods that we would want to try in the wizarding world not just candy i'm opening up to anything and drinks whether it's book only or something that's available at the parks that you might not have gotten to yet. I mean, I've had all the sweets that I could ever dream of from the parks that I wanted to try. <laughs> um, and we've always, we've already mentioned that like I'm, I'm a cake kind of girl. So yeah. the cauldron cakes were one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then good. they're so good. And then the ice, I'm also very, um, very into the, 
the creamy delights. So I've tried, I think, all, every flavor that I like from Florian Fortescue's, which we all know that's my real jam. So really, that's it's the just, real home. That's my real home. It's really just ice cream for me. <laughs> I'm an ice cream girl too. Are you, Haley? Oh yeah. Daytime. I knew that we were the same. I know. You are. Yeah, I'm very into the the creamy delights. What about you? I don't want to try any of it. No? It's all too dangerous now. <laughs> I'm good over here. I'm good outside. Taco's good outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Michael? Yeah, they all sound good. I, I, I'd try any of them. I mean, obviously, we'd have to be wizards because we are. Um, and so yeah. it's like, it's all of it's just enough danger to where... It's like, I don't think it's either any permanent stuff. Like all of this is like, like, like temporary charms that you temporarily float off the ground and they like pop in your mouth and everything. And all those candies that the boys were eating in the Gryffindor common room in Prisoner of Azkaban, um, like they make you make weird animal sounds or um, that all sounds like fun. I'd be down for it. Those seem pretty like wholesome and safe and it's kind of like one and done, you know? I also feel like it's all got to be safe enough if they're still selling it. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but you think that about everything. <laughs> like you go on like a website or something, and you're like, huh, well, they wouldn't be able to sell it if it wasn't safe. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. But because like all these candies have been a- around for so long, like they all claim that these candies have been around forever or whatever, mm-hmm. that it has to have some some essence of safety not even safety but like it hasn't killed that many people <laughs> they're popular for a reason a lot of deaths yeah even <laughs> less deaths yeah candy related death i wouldn't want to try the skyving snap boxes um not just because i'm a ravenclaw and breaking the rules like that offends me but uh <laughs> but it's just like i don't want to have a nosebleed even if it's just a temporary thing i don't want to experience that um so i would not be down for the skyving snack boxes um, but all the other candies, they all sound like fun to me. I like them. I'm yeah, I'm a, I agree with you, Michael. I have no reason to like give myself a nosebleed or make make myself puke. That all sounds like a bad time. Also, though, you know, I'm kind of bummed. Why didn't Harry just give Ron a puking pastel when he was being poisoned? Because like that would have been a better use of his resources. There you Sorry. go. Maybe the bazaar was closer. No, he took him all the way down to what's his names? Oh no, that was when he was under the love potion still but like whatever he should have had some in his pocket Talk carry about, them everywhere right carry them everywhere you never know when you're going to make somebody <laughs> you <puke>. never know <laughs> especially in the wizarding world that's the motto I live by Haley <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about you I mean I would still want to try acid pops but like that does lead to so many questions because if it does burn a hole through your tongue, do you need like skeleton grow after? <laughs> like, <laughs> does your tongue regrow? Back? Essence of dittany, like. <laughs> yeah, does yeah. it come with that? Does it come with whatever just, fixes it? Do you just not have a tongue anymore? <laughs> I mean, I do it, but like, what what kind of risk am I going towards? <laughs> but I would do it. <laughs> but I would do it. I would do it. <laughs> There's one on there that I had never heard of before. I think it's just a random package in in the Weasley shop in Wizarding World. Wakefield's off-the-record glow-in-the-dark gum. Oh. I think it's just like a Mina Lima creation. Um, it's not sold in the parks. It's just a package that's up on the shelves somewhere. But that was an interesting one. Ooh. Um, to like make packages for things and not sell them. Because <laughs> I want to buy it all. <laughs> Jesus. I yeah, know. they sell ton ton toffee and yeah, all the, and yeah. all the skiving snack box yeah. stuff there. I know. I was saying like everything, all of it. Mm-hmm. Haley wants all of it. Yeah, I want all the candy. I, I do too. Speaking of Minalima, there's one thing actually that I do want to taste. Mm-hmm. It only makes an appearance in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One, but it's. Like, part of, I guess, like, headlines in the Quibbler, they reported a scare caused by bin juice. Does anybody remember anything about bin juice? Bin Uh juice? No. So, like, bin in the UK is, like, referring to, like, garbage garbage trash. So, I don't know (laughs) if people are having actual, like, magic trash juice. But I need to know what that tastes like. I have so many questions. <laughs> I want magic trash juice. Yeah, right? 
Is it alcoholic? Is it not? What is it? It has to be boozy. You can't have non-boozy bin juice because you can have an alcoholic trash can. Yeah. Okay, if that's not your next Tipsy Wizards creation, then I'm canceling. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Please, you'll have a tiny little trash can glass. No, it'll be cute. (laughs) Haley, I wish you could see the face (laughs) that we just made at each other. <laughs> so my oh imagine thank you my imagination is spiraling right now because i'm thinking of like mad eye moody's dustbins where he like enchants them to attack people and like spray garbage everywhere if they like sneak up on his thing so now i'm thinking like you know like the tide pod craze where it's like hey eat this crazy thing and see what happens now i'm thinking like like the what? like that the juice the, the, the juice that bought that gathers at the bottom of your trash can when you don't empty oh, it out no, and get some rain so in there gross. but it's an enchanted trash can so the magic no. is getting all up in there no. and then people are like hey drink this <laughs> and then they drink it and then like something crazy happens and like whoa bin juice the coolest new craze in the wizarding world <laughs> oh wow. my god michael it's just fermenting with magic yeah like all your old potions and crazy like shit all your all yeah your griffin horn and all that stuff is just like gathering in the bottom of your enchanted trash can and baking out there in the sun and this is uh, this is a real thing now i totally accept this like the hogwarts <laughs> student version of like of tide pods I was going to say also, like, hooch in prison. You know, yeah. It's just, like, being made, and you don't have to worry about it. But it's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Don't recommend. Don't recommend bin juice, except, like, we're going to make it a cocktail now. <laughs> no, I swear. I was like, that's happening. You're <laughs> a reference of all time. Oh, Lord. Also, how does that play into Gamp's Law? Do you think you could duplicate it? Can you make more bin juice from a little bit of bin juice? How bad would that be? So you can't create food out of thin air, but you can multiply food if it's available. That's what I'm saying. You can make the bin juice more. So that's like the refilling charm. Yeah. Like Harry uses. Uh, so that those, So yeah, you could just keep refilling your bin. And... Uh, <laughs> That's disgusting. With bin juice. I wonder what the scare was in 1997. That oh, was like because they're drinking out of their freaking trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes so much sense because the 90s were so weird. Yeah. They were. Weirder only made by magic. <laughs> I really love the idea of Gamp's Law because making something out of nothing, like, I like having rules on things so it doesn't just spiral out of control. Sure. So the idea that you have to have some to to multiply, like that's just really, really cool to me. Yeah. I like the idea that like magic and science go hand in hand. Yes. Like it is a type of science in the wizarding world. So that's cool to me. It's like when Queenie made that apple strudel in Fantastic Beasts. It's like she had all the ingredients right there in front of her. Mm. Um, it's just all the assembling and baking and putting it all together all at once um, didn't go against that law. It's like everything was right there, so she didn't summon it from nowhere. See, like that blows my mind, the idea of cooking it. Like, I, I enjoy that just because you are a wizard and have magic doesn't mean that you automatically know how to cook well and mm-hmm. that it's still a skill because I don't have it at all, but clearly Queenie does. Um, and that it can still be it you can still have like a knack for something just right. added with magic. As a side note, I read recently that strudels like exceptionally hard to bake, even for like a moderately good baker. Hmm. So that was like extra impressive when she wow. made a good strudel for him. Damn. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. I didn't know that. On the opposite end of that, of like the best strudel on earth, we also have Wizarding World food for ghosts <laughs> speaking of speaking of bin juice um bin juice defo handle bin juice at a nearly headless next death day party but the idea that food has to be rotten for ghosts to smell or taste it when they go through it is to include that's just so silly and 
there's no real reason for it, and I love it so much. I do too. I've always really liked that part too. That's probably my favorite like bit from that whole book. Yeah, the death. I mean, party. well, I don't know. I love Lockhart. Oh yeah, Lockhart. Really <laughs> Lockhart. That's a queen. The death day party is oh. a great chapter. It's just so funny. The whole concept of it is so funny. Yeah. And I love the idea of having death day parties now. Like when something, when the, like the end of an era or something, just to have a death day party instead of being sad about something. I just love it. Throw death day parties all the time. For everything. Quit your job, death day death party. Death day party, yes. <laughs> yes. When we ran our Harry Potter club in, uh, in college, that was our Halloween party. It was a death day party every year. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We'd have like candy and games and wear our costumes and decorate a classroom that we were reserved for uh like what as a dungeon, like put those big plastic yeah, stone walls up. Oh, cool. And we'd like carve pumpkins or paint pumpkins or something. It was always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's the time. It's good theming. So cute. How are you guys so cute? Oh, y'all are cute. So cute? No, you guys are cute. You guys are cute. No, you guys are cute. <laughs> no, you. No, you. It's a Some magical cookbooks. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, magical cookbooks. Some magical cookbooks. Uh, um, there's only four that I could find. Cooking the Muggle Way by <gasps> Professor Mordecus Egg, who is a Muggle Studies expert and wrote another book. I can't remember what it is right now, but um, apparently he's written more than than one book. So Cooking the Muggle Way. So Wizard's Perspective on how muggles uh, cook their food. Um, Charm Your Own Cheese by Greta Catchlove, a classic. 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 Enchantment and Baking. Um, don't know who the author of that one is. And then One Minute Feasts. It's magic. That's what I want to learn. Because <laughs> I hate coming home after doing all my stuff I have to do all day and then having to cook a meal. <laughs> I would be the target audience for that book. <laughs> <laughs> so Queenie probably has a copy of that book somewhere because she whipped together that shoot alone less than 20 maybe seconds. She, maybe she wrote that book. Maybe she did. I hope she does become a famous chef. Maybe J.K. Rowling wrote that down 26 years ago. Put it Before in a any brief- of this even oh. happened. Put it in a briefcase. Gonna be on like some shit stain, like piece of napkin, like Queenie <laughs> Goldstein or K- Kowalski, whatever her name is. Kowalski. Kowalski. <laughs> Gablos- what did you say? Kowalski. <laughs> Queenie Kowalski, famous chef. I've seen the movie. <laughs> she trademarked bin juice. <laughs> she trademarked bin juice. <laughs> Five second meals. Queenie Kowalski. Five second meals? Is that what you said? Yeah, we went from one minute to five seconds. Killed it. (laughs) Shaved off so many seconds. Yes, there will be a napkin with her name on it from 30 years ago. And that will be the the truth. And then one cookbook I didn't put in the doc um, was Libatious Barrage's book, One Minute Fiesta. It's like Fiesta in a Bottle. It's not one minute. I added that. Fiesta in a Bottle. It was one of Libatious Barrage's other books in addition to Advanced Potion Making. Um, that's in the uh, it's Castello Bruscio section of the uh, like the Wizarding Schools. Libatious Barrage graduated from the South American School, and so um, Fiesta in a Bottle is one of his books. I wonder if that's like potions or like fun fun time potions. Yeah, it seems it like sounds you like cocktails to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really curious uh, what Cooking the Muggle Way <laughs> says. <laughs> I'm very curious how Mordecus Mordecus yeah egg feels that muggles cook. It's just like meat on a stick over a fire. It's so primitive. <laughs> Do you think? It's like an insult, yeah. No, no, no. I would love to see if they how they think we use ovens and that kind of stuff because it must be <laughs> yeah, like so right. much different. I don't know. Electricity, yeah. This is like one of those times to think about like how different like different cultures would see cooking food. Because, like, I'm sure American cultured wizards, it's like they're still immersed in American culture eating habits, which are, like, fast and now and ready, when, like, British culture is more of, like, take your time making food and enjoy, you know. 
I mean, Haley, what are you talking about? Tina's opening scene was her inhaling a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, I don't know. That's just something to think about. Garbage water. Hashtag TM. (laughs) Binge juice TM. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just need, like, one of those cheese pairings. With bin juice? But with bin juice. Please, oh my god, do a whole scene of Death Day Party with like a cheese board, cheese and meat board with like the stinkiest cheese and meats you can find and bin juice and like it'd be so cute. I'm really hyped about this. (laughs) We need to send a letter. We have questions about bin juice. I need to know about bin juice. Where did this come from? Who did this? Is this a Mina Lima thing? Because if it is, I still need to know how you feel about it, J.K. Rowling. Um, It's definitely Mina Lima. I know, but like, yeah. Who came up with that? Why Which are they so funny? Like, why are they so funny? They got jokes. The they stuff got- that we love, I feel like, is all them. The weird, yeah. like, the lady. What? <laughs> the redheaded winch or whatever. Yeah. The ginger witch. The ginger, the ginger witch. witch. Yeah. <laughs> I get everything wrong the first time. <laughs> the redheaded lady. I love this. We, we get you there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> we all work together. His poor witch. Piss poor witch. Don't remember what that joke is from our last one, but like it was real funny at the time. (laughs) Yeah, actually, everyone go back, listen to that, and then tell us what piss poor witch means. What's the context? We're gonna we're gonna find it. We're gonna listen. Say that (laughs) it was so funny. Whatever it was, (laughs) I keep like a running tab of anything really funny that we say. That's one that I can remember, and then the other was when I pulled out my microphone for the first time and I said I feel like Elvis with this thing <laughs> that's all and bin juice and now and it's bin juice. juice no I know there's stuff that Michael has said that was really funny no. I don't remember what the other stuff was <laughs> no. Oh. no for real or maybe he you probably just has some statistics so. he just says some boring statistics that's why he's here really <laughs> I do have one more comment about the cheese board. This is <laughs> We're back to the cheese board. <laughs> Please make the <laughs> cheese board cheese. in the shape of a tomb. Ooh. A or a tomb. Or a coffin. Or just something like that. Okay, I'm done now. No, I'm I love that. I'm obviously your biggest fan already. <laughs> I like, so here's the other thing. I need to know how like party stores at the Wizarding World in the Wizarding World work. Because if you're throwing a death day party, wouldn't you want coffin shaped everything? Tombstone shaped everything. I don't know. Like back when it was Christmas time, Hagrid was just like putting bobbles up on the tree. Like, where are they buying these Christmas bobbles? I just need to know where all the Wizarding World party supplies come from, as well as their food. I said party, party city. <laughs> so Wizard, here's some Wizard party city. Some fifth level canon is there was one <laughs> Harry Potter trading card that was called Bobbilius, and we don't really know what it means, and it, there wasn't like an art work of like the Christmas tree or anything, but it was Professor Flitwick like just kind of casting an electricity spell and it was called Balbilius. And so people have speculated like is this the charm that he uses to create Christmas ornaments? Because like bobble. Like mm. so Okay, so here's my here's my question, Michael, as the smartest person on this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> now does that work in the same way as Gamp's law? Can you just create bobbles out of nothing? I guess we don't really know because food is one of the is part of that. Like like what is it like five parts of that law? And so like I remember that uh, are bobbles part of that law? I don't know. They're like inanimate objects. So either he's summoning them from somewhere, like they exist oh, from the Hogwarts somewhere. storage unit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he has to bring them there, or he's like creating them with his imagination and his magical power forms them. I remember when in uh, in Goblet of Fire, when um, Bill and Charlie were like fighting tables and in, in, in the backyard, and then they set the tables down, and then it says that one of them summoned a tablecloth from nowhere. I think like, so where did that tablecloth come from? Well, also Hermione summons birds from nowhere. Yeah. So it's like, where do these birds come from? So that's my thing. Is it just food? food and like a couple of other things i don't remember all of the gamp laws but you know all the gamp laws that you can summon from somewhere <laughs> but like what what is out of that what you know what i mean 
because it definitely seems like inanimate objects, like just things, yeah, wizards are able to vanish or bring back. Because you, yeah, you can't even. Or animals, I guess. That's cause... organic matter because it's like, so are animals. Where Draco, are Draco summons that, that snake. Yeah, like, um, unless Draco had a pet snake hiding out somewhere, <laughs> like... Which, he which might. Granted, he might. <laughs> He's like yeah. a magician with a dove. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't appreciate that snake snake enough. He should have loved it more. Oh, but then Snape made it vanish in a puff of smoke. Yeah, so it wasn't um, a real snake, but it was a murderer. Real... So that's that? what I think about those birds. Because even though that was movie canon, that the birds like smashed against the door and kind of disappeared, I like I kind of envision them as just like like charms are temporary, like charms don't last forever, um, so they wear off eventually, or they lose their strength, and so I kind of imagine like these magically summoned animals are like not real animals; they're kind of like constructs. So the snake they just paper macheed them out of their wand. Yeah, kind of like that. They're just like like magical creations yeah. or like homunculus or sense. something that it will eventually kind of dissipate because the magic wears off. Because otherwise, like, wizards would be God. Yeah. Like, if someone wanted to just make a bunch of snakes, then they could. Like, serpent sorcia, and then just, like, snakes everywhere. So it's snakes like, on I, a plane. Snakes on a plane, exactly. And then, so it's like, I don't want to believe that wizards can just, like, create, like, real snakes all the time, just, like, making snakes everywhere. Like, I like snakes, they're fine, but, like... <laughs> They're I just fine. don't like the idea of like wizards being like that powerful in our in everyone's society, basically. Because I like the idea, of, like so, like Savannah said, with rules. I like the rules. Right. Rules, the fun contained. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but I, you're right. I think that the rules really just set limits on. Okay, the, there is magic, but it has to be contained in some way. Um, so I think that that's kind of how I feel about that. Where you know, food, okay, but we can't just let it run rampant. The same thing with snakes. You can't just conjure nine million snakes overnight and that's the end of it. <laughs> I mean, goals, but... <laughs> Snake wizard, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So to think, like, a second-year boy would cause, like, a million snakes to, like, roam around. It's like, I don't like the idea of that. But if he just created, like, a fake snake that was only alive, or, like, only, like, a charm for, like, an hour, like, I could get behind that. Okay. And I hate to bring up the whole, like, because it worked for the plot explanation, which, like, kind of just destroys all speculation. But it's, like, it was also useful for the plot because if they could just summon food, then Ron wouldn't have been so hangry all the time when they were on the camping trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like Joe kind of had to write in, like, well, Hermione never really worked on the food thing, and you can't just make food out of nothing because then they would just be happy eating all the time. And we can't have that. So let's write in this rule that you can't just create food out of nothing. That also kind of plays into Ron's character as a whole because he was always hungry all the time before they went camping because there was 9 million Weasleys and Mrs. Weasley didn't (laughs) have like enough all the time. I remember reading something that was like kind of the opposite side of that spectrum where like Harry had gone without dinner before. So like Harry was used to hunger but, right. like, Ron couldn't deal with it because he had, like, caring, like, a caring, loving home that, like, always had, like, home-cooked meals. And, like, he never, ever went without dinner. But that was, like, not an unusual thing for Harry. Really? So that's why Ron, like, was so miserable in the forest. Yeah. But I don't know what, like, Hermione's excuse is. But he was always hungry during class, like, school as well. Right. Just, like, a voracious eater. Yeah. I'm a lot like Ron. Like, <laughs> so I always understood, I always like understood his pain because I get so hangry, like all the time. I'm always hungry and I'm always eating. So, like, <laughs> Michael can attest to this. I know we both are. Yeah. So like, I definitely, mm-hmm. I definitely see that whole, like some people are just really hungry all the time. And Ron, ne- Ron was always used to like his mom making these like amazing meals. For even the house elves. Or the house elves, yeah, or at school. So it's like he's never gone without like a big, big giant meal. Bless. I mean, I get that. I I get that. I I also get hangry, but I'm also annoyed when I get hangry because sometimes I just don't even want to eat because I'm just so annoyed with the thought of having to cook something or make something or whatever. And then I'm just like twice as pissed because now I don't want to deal with it and I'm also hungry. That's why you need five minute feasts. Yeah. Five seconds. 
one minute feast. One That's minute. It's, it's one minute. We keep changing the time. We, the time. we have no. We have no sense of time. No sense. <laughs> Written by Queenie Goldstein, circa J.K. Rowling, two thousand one. <laughs> so that was all the notes I had. Do you have any other notes, Shelby? I have so many notes. I always have I notes. I know. Tell us more. What else Is you there got? any food or drink in the wizarding world that someone thought was super obscure and needs to be mentioned? Michael very, very lovingly put Charm Your Own Cheese cookbook on this list, so <laughs> I am good. <laughs> Your fave. Yeah, we haven't really talked much about drinks. Um, I didn't really look into those. I kind of forgot about them. Uh, we could probably do a whole episode on drinks. But there's it's like all the giggle water and low blaster and all of the things they added in Fantastic Beasts sound like so much fun. And I know there was like a deleted, deleted, super secret deleted scene that didn't get included in the deleted scenes from, from Crimes of Grindelwald where like there's some bar at the Ministry of Magic that all the employees go to. Oh, I no, in, in England. Do you remember what it, it was like? The Something Mermaid? What was it? Oh, I don't shoot. remember, but I just remember the graphic that you sent vividly. And so there were a couple of drinks and, and things in there. But it was, I don't know, it wasn't included in deleted scenes. I don't know how we can even consider it canon. But that Mina Lima did make images for it. It was Soup's yes. exclusive and Mina Lima made images. So that means we can talk about it. Yeah, talk it's, about it. it's, it's done. It's there. And there's the drunken griffin in the French. Oh, canal. that's the one I'm thinking of. Mm, yeah. Oh, I have a question for you guys. Spellbinding nuts. It says was a nut-based wizarding snack product. Ooh. Roasted on site at the Three Broomsticks. Ooh. It contained wild peanuts, magic peanuts, salt, and African black pepper. So tell me, what's the difference between peanuts and magic peanuts? I need to know. <laughs> That's the difference. I am all about that. <laughs> magic nuts is my new favorite snack. <laughs> I know. Can we make some magic nuts? <laughs> Are they grown magically? Is that the difference? There's Maybe. no explanation. Is there a magic garden? Magic lettuce, magic tomatoes, magic peanut. Ooh, there are magic carrots. <laughs> Wait, this is video game canon. That probably doesn't count. Yes, it does. Magic it carrots. Does. It does. It's fifth level. When you eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for making sense of all of this. Fifth level canon. So I just discovered the wiki page for alcohol because I'm trying to find the name of that bar. Oh, we have been there. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a so, separate document. Yeah, we, should, <laughs> yeah. we need to have a whole episode just on alcohol alone. Um, but there's so many. There's so many on here that are just like labels on things. That, yes, uh, that are fantastic. Oh, there's so many. I really I, need to know about wizard gardening now. I know, right? And how many wizard fruits are there that, I mean, Luna Lovegood knows about, but nobody else does that we can eat? Well, yeah. there's definitely uh, Crazy Berry. Which is like offered as a sugar-free, sugar-free, no fleas, sugar-free flavor of um, Drupal's best blowing gum. Really? But oh. I have no idea what that tastes like. Does anyone is know? Is Crazy about... Berry the same as Wild Berry, just wizards? Maybe. <laughs> Get wild and crazy. Wild and crazy. That's so interesting. Yeah, I just wonder how many like fruits and vegetables, and then how easy is it to magic the fruits and vegetables together. Like when people splice lemons and limes together and try to make some weird plant, you know, hybrid, how easy is that to do with magic? Has to be fairly simple with like muggle plants, no? I don't know. Okay, so you're probably right. But in my like, my reptile brain, I don't want that to be a thing because it feels like how Haley was saying that like she would not be happy if you could like conjure actual living creatures out of wands like i hate the idea of every wizard being able to just like splice together these two things and, <laughs> strawberries like, and watermelons and like just having a strawberry melon <laughs> no thank you but, well then okay so it's frightening it's too much power do we have to go to the wizard garden center to get weird plants like i i'm really into this this uh fantasy that i'm painting right now <laughs> i think we need to talk to a gardener Slash Harry Potter fan. There's the apothecaries and all of those things that you can probably find, like, I don't know, like, you just, yeah, seeds and things like that. Right. It's the Siren's Tale, by the way. I finally looked it up. It is (gasps) the Siren's Tale is the Ministry of Magic 
like go to pub. Yes. Where ministry employees drink after work. And is it located in house or is it just nearby? I don't know if we know that. It's a public house that advertises itself to be the favorite of Ministry of Magic staff. It served wild variety of drinks from Pig Knox Giggle Water to Lima Lush, with Lima being a Easter egg there. Um, Say Pinnock is one too for uh, Anna Pinnock. I think she oh, does props. Oh, yeah, it does not Look say. At you. I like her. <laughs> it I like say... her. I just can't remember what her title is. It doesn't say where they are. It just says that they're like a favorite public house. So my guess would be like maybe close, like kind of like a Diagon Alley situation where it's close to the entrance to the Ministry of Magic sure. um, and hidden by magic. By magic. <laughs> and there's the Blind Pig in New York. There's so many places to go get a drink. Next time we're in New York, we should go to the Bourgeois Pig and pretend that it's the Blind Pig because it's close enough. Sure. It's a speakeasy kind of bar, and they serve uh, all their drinks in teacups. Mm-hmm. That's cute. That's fun. We should just build our own. Oh, wait. You already built your own bar. <laughs> yeah, you did. Ta da! Yeah, sometimes. Um, all right, we got anything else, guys? What else you got, Shell? I know you got more. I'm peeking. There's some, man, there's some weird shit here. <laughs> Shaved caterpillars, which is a, I hate the word bogey it's a snot flavored wizarding sweet wait mm. a shaved caterpillar is a snot flavored wizarding snack they only show up in um uh harry potter and the sorcerer's stone in the film sorry wait why is it a shaved caterpillar but it's actually just a booger i i should pull up the packaging because nothing yeah nothing about that sounds like something i want Oh, the last thing that I googled was Warhead Juice Candy. Thank you, Haley. (laughs) And I think the answer to your question was um, Sour Ooze Tube Liquid or Warhead Super Sour Double Drops? The Double Drops. Definitely the Double Drops. Double Drops. I feel like I remember those commercials. I remember my... Back in elementary school or like towards like middle school-ish age, I like got some of those and then I started making my own like I would use the tube and like after I finished one and then put like lemon juice and food coloring and then go to school and sell it to people <laughs> you are such I don't an think ever heard this story. yeah and then I started selling them and I'd be like it's homemade <laughs> Haley you're basically the slime queen before slime <laughs> I'm the OG slime queen you're like the Weasleys selling their like homemade products to unsuspecting victims I Got love it. this speaking of weird shit from the 90s Adam follows an Instagram account that um, posts all the old commercials from the 90s like TV show uh, jingles the intros and stuff it's really funny you need to just nostalgia overdose yeah we made Shelby watch Rocket Power over dinner oh shit <laughs> Ew! Ew! It literally is a logo that just says shaved caterpillars, has this horrifying caterpillar with no hair, and it just says snot flavor. I don't know. He seems a little hairy. He seems terrifying. Why does he have 9,000 shoes on? He's hairifying. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're offended by the shoes. (laughs) I sent you guys the photo as well. It looks like it's pulled from... um, actually think i know which book this is it would be in the harry (laughs) potter films like magical artifact book i hate it they put tons of mina lima like just full page spreads of like their packaging explosive fairy dust yeah that's another one porcupine hocus pocus pops wow pumpkin pasties cauldron cakes and zebra hooves are those like zebra cakes here in America, little like the, the little Debbie zebra cakes. Oh, z- oh, man, zebra cakes. Those are the bomb. Yeah, the shaved caterpillar logo is horrifying. It's like screaming in agony. Yeah, as if they plucked it and didn't shave it. Can he be our new mascot, please? Yes, please. Just all four of us, like <laughs> how Newt Scamander like, rides everything like a cowboy. Just us <laughs> riding a shaved caterpillar. That'd be so cute. Do we have anything else? I think I have one more. I hope that you guys forgot about this because I sent you a text uh, when I first found it. 
So one thing that you can see in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban in the film, same goes for Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. There's a large bubbling vat of like a dark red syrup in Honeydukes mm. that you can like dip various sweets and treats into that's called Bat's Blood Soup. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I, I did not know it was called that. Real bad. Nope. Cancel. I remember that scene because Harry's a total douchebag and like steals Neville's like lollipop. That was uncalled for. Invisibly. Like Neville like bought this lollipop and then he dipped it in that stuff. And then Harry just comes up invisibly and takes it from him. But wait, so because it's so hilarious. Didn't they talk about that at some point? I thought that it got stuck on his cloak. It's yeah, it stuck to his cloak. He didn't take it from him. It got stuck on the outside of his cloak. No oh my way. gosh, years of bitterness resolved. All in I know. I've been so mad about Harry to Harry Potter about that. It wasn't even his fault. <laughs> I yeah, have. I've been so mad at Dick. I've been <laughs> yeah, mad at Harry for years know. for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, I thought that it got stuck on his cloak. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Harry Potter. I apologize to Harry Potter. (laughs) So all of that hate that you've had pent up, we can transfer that to Dougal the Demiguys for stealing the (laughs) right? Oh, I can never hate Dougal. Never. Oh, wait, we can't hate Dougal for stealing it, but we can hate Harry Potter? Yes. (laughs) Dougal actually steals. (laughs) Harry doesn't. That's what he does. That's his whole deal. Like, you can't be mad about that. (laughs) The stealer. Harry Potter should know better. Harry Potter did know better, poor thing. Got stuck on his cloak. He probably had a damn time getting that stain out. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. (laughs) Excuse me. Harry Potter. How do you dry clean that anyway? (laughs) Ew. Take a black light to the invisibility. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, oh yuck. Can you not? That was you... taking a turn. Great. Woof. I'm going to me off the wizard no island. No way. That's a whole nother episode. Try <laughs> that, that is a whole episode in itself. <laughs> that can actually go into our wizard self-care. Yeah. <laughs> cleaning clothing. Cleaning all the things. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Like, I would like a six-hour movie where they just tell me about the mundane shit about the wizarding world. Dentistry. Doctor's appointments. Cleaning. What type of bathrooms they had at Hogwarts? Bathrooms at Hogwarts. We only see two. Which, to be fair, the prefect's bathtub is my favorite thing in all of Hogwarts. (laughs) You mean the orgy tub? Yes. (laughs) Don't put a black light there. And if you think that I'd be sharing that tub with anyone, you got jokes. Because that whole thing is <laughs> no one's welcome. It's Savannah's tub now. If look you want to know, look at me. I'm the tub captain now. If you think <laughs> that I would not be gunning for prefect just so I could take baths in that tub. Perfect attendance. Here I come. <laughs> That's what it takes. That's what determines <laughs> prefect status. <laughs> Everything, whatever it takes, that's where I want to be. I need to be in that bathtub. <laughs> Can I get a doctor's note to take baths in that tub? Madam Pompey's ordered. For my mental health, I need it. Because Harry wasn't a prefect. He was just a little pleb. Yeah, he snuck in. <laughs> he was just a little pleb <laughs> and a thief. <laughs> just a little pleb, bless him. This is Harry Hate Hour. <laughs> Welcome. Harry was a nobody, but he got to take a bath in the tub, and I want to take a bath in the tub. Sorry, guys. <laughs> No sorries. Well, except Haley and Michael need to apologize to Harry for, for all that. I apologize, Harry we Potter. I feel bad about that one. Harry J. Potter, I am sorry. They're about to walk, rewatch that scene after this and zoom in and tell us that we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we Show me the receipts. Where did you get the information? <laughs> no, we literally don't watch that movie at all. It makes us too angry. <laughs> Why? Because Harry was so angry? No. Everyone. Of how that movie is. <laughs> that's the one that I, like, that whole movie, all I remember is Harry screaming. <laughs> he was a friend! Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the scene that I remember so vividly from that movie. He was a friend! Like, Don't calm down. It. Take a breather. It's okay. You got, a free, you got a free, you got a free lollipop. <laughs> Chill out. That's why I was mad. 
that lollipop got stuck. I'm telling you, that left a stain. There has to be some invisible detergent. Isn't that like part of its deal? Like it, it never gets yeah. harmed. It never like. Yeah. So then, how does it get a thing stuck to it if it's like a defensive? Well, it doesn't make you, it doesn't make you in like. Listen, sticky things are still sticky, Haley. Sure, I used to hate Harry are like impervious to anti-sticking, anti-everything. They, they just—that's why little kids are so gross all the time because everything's sticky. Oh <sighs> no! <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about like first years at Hogwarts must be so sticky. Oh, so sticky! Just Colin Creevy's little brother falling out of the boat. Just then, so sticky. He's just so sticky. <laughs> He comes out sticky. He's just so sticky. <laughs> and the stick never really goes away. Never. Never. He's just forever sticky. All right. Well, food. Food. We food. covered all the food. Yay. Love you, girls. We love you. We love you. This has been your favorite podcast about all things Wizarding World canon. Hold my butterbeer. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Hold My Butterbeer Pod. On Facebook, Home of the Butterbeer Podcast, and join our Facebook group as well. Thanks for listening. 